From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives and the Cincinnati Police Department announced a $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of those responsible for a weekend shooting there that injured nine people in the popular Over the Rhine Entertainment District. Eight men and one woman, ranging in age from 23 to 47, were wounded. All nine were treated and released. In north-central Ohio, a fire a few miles east of Norwalk injured a firefighter. ONN's Laura Queso reports from Cleveland. A $5,000 reward is being offered for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person who set a barn on fire. This was in Huron County. A firefighter was hurt. The Ohio State Fire Marshal's Office ruled arson in the August 2nd fire on Medusa Road. If you have any information, call the State Fire Marshal tip line or the Huron County Sheriff's Office. I'm Laura Queso. An Ohio man is accused of sending about three dozen feces-filled letters to lawmakers around the country, including Ohio's 25 Republican state senators in early July. ONN's Dave James reports. Richard Steinley, a 77-year-old from Mogador, east of Akron, who's also a former Portage County Common Pleas Court mediator, was arrested Friday. He's accused of violating a federal law that prohibits mailing certain things, including hazardous material. The feces mailed early last month prompted an investigation by the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, but investigators say Steinle has sent such letters to elected officials since last August in Washington, D.C., Kentucky, and California. Dave James Owen in News. With President Joe Biden signing the CHIPS Act today, the final piece is in place for Intel to develop a giant computer chip-making factory to the northeast of Columbus. ONN's Tino Ramos has more. This is a huge day and a huge step forward, not only for Licking County and the New Albany area, but also for the state of Ohio. The community has already made room for the factory, and the state has provided Intel with significant tax incentives to bring thousands of jobs to central Ohio. And let's not forget creating millions in tax revenues. State officials tell us as long as Intel continues to make a commitment to Ohio, Ohio will make a commitment to them. Of course, it did bring a little controversy with some of the residents there, not happy about this land being taken up in New Albany. Tino Ramos. U.S. Deputy Secretary of Commerce Don Graves says both the CHIPS Act and Intel will mean one thing in Ohio, jobs. Building that workforce, the talent base in Ohio is going to be massive because you're going to continue to attract more companies who see, ah, the talent is already there. I can bring my company there and create a whole new set of industries. Intel plans to bring 3,000 jobs to the area in central Ohio and to invest $20 billion. In a new draft document obtained by CBS, the CDC is planning to simplify and streamline a number of their guidelines, specifically those in the classroom when it comes to COVID-19. The changes would allow schools to relax social distancing measures and would no longer emphasize the test-to-stay strategy. According to the CDC, Ohio is now reporting 68 cases of monkeypox. That's up 23 since yesterday. While experts say men who have sex with men are currently most at risk of infection, many people are left wondering how concerned they should be if they're not in that group. Dr. Matthew Bauer is an infectious disease physician with Equitas Health, a regional nonprofit health system in Ohio. He says this virus does not discriminate. Stigmatizing this virus is not going to make it go away or uh, help in any 
any way. Any person can get this, whether you live in a city, the country, uh, whether you're male, female, identify of a different gender, uh, sexual orientation, ethnicity, uh, it, it, any person can get this virus. To help avoid infection, Bauer advises regular hand washing, using alcohol-based hand sanitizer, and avoiding skin-to-skin contact with anyone who has a suspicious rash. With classes starting up in a couple of weeks, the public school district in Cleveland still needs teachers. ONN's Neil Fisher talked with District Officer Lori Ward. The Cleveland Metropolitan School District is on the hunt for educators. We do not have as many candidates. Since June, CMSD has added more than 100 teachers. However, around 150 teaching positions remain open. Ward says there aren't as many college graduates joining the field. The teaching profession is a great uh, career path for individuals who want to impact our next generations. I'm Neil Fisher. A girl from the Wapakoneta area in western Ohio's Oglays County raised the grand champion steer, which set an all-time record at the Ohio State Fair's Sale of Champions on Sunday. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. 16-year-old Riley Egbert exhibited her steer named Cruiser and sold him for $225,000. The previous record was $85,000. It was very shock and emotional. And as a 16-year-old, I didn't quite know how to like process it. And it still quite hasn't set in. She'll get $22,000 from the sale, which will go towards her college and savings account. The rest of that money going back to the fair to go towards their youth program. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And Dolly Parton was in Columbus today to celebrate Imagination Library. She started the program to encourage kids to read more, and kids up to the age of five can get a free book delivered in the mail every month. The program was picked up by Ohio's First Lady, Fran DeWine. It's just fun to be out in public and see a lot of dads who tell me the joy that they have gotten from reading to their kids and how important it is. And now it's a big part of what they do every day, you know. So it's it's just been, it's really been incredible. So far, more than 327,000 kids in Ohio have been a part of Imagination Library. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.